Hello, hello, wonderful people. My name is Savannah Grace, and I am so excited that you have decided to tune in to today's episode of the True Talk podcast. This podcast is a place where there are just true conversations. This is in Ephesians 4, verse 29. And never let ugly or hateful words come from your mouth, but instead let your words become beautiful gifts that encourage others. Do this by speaking words of grace to them. And that is what True Talk is. It's just where we have true talk, and it is just here to encourage people give life advice to people and just have fun conversations and so I'm so glad that you have decided to tune in to today's episode episode number two and so yeah let's get right into it (laughs) alrighty friends as I said I am just so glad that you have decided to click on today's video or podcast wherever you're listening to this from I'm so excited that you have decided to click on this and today excuse me, I just wanted to talk about the subject that the Lord was kind of speaking to me on today and um, talking about where is your hope and, you know, just where we put our hope at and all of those different things and how to hope better. So that sounds kind of weird, but as we talk about it, we'll get into it. And so as I was praying today, um, you know, you ever have those days where it's just like hard to have hope? Like, it can be an amazing day, and you can be having, you know, just the best time with, you know, the people you work with or go to school with or whatever, but then there's just kind of something, like, in the back of your head that is just like, you know, it can be hard to have hope, and today was one of those days for me where I was having a really good day, you know, at work, it was really fun, we were doing stuff, and, you know, it was just, like, kind of in the back of my head, like, you know, struggling to have hope, and the Lord just finally so sweetly spoke to me and he said, what do you put your hope in? Like, where is your hope? What, where do you put it at? And, you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, I put my hope in you. Like, of course I put my hope in you. You're, you know, you're Jesus. I'm, I put my hope in you. And not even realizing that my actions reflected something totally different. And so as I was praying, I just, you know, began to ask the Lord. I was just like, you know, Lord, like, what is hope? Like, you know, I know that there's trusting in you and there's waiting in you. And he just so sweetly said, hope is a bridge that connects your current realities to the desires of your heart and the dreams of your future. And, you know, where you put your hope determines where you're going. And so say you have, you know, in your heart to be, I just do something like, you know, way out there to be like a superstar, pop star, and you have a dream to travel the world and just be, you know, the number one superstar in the world. And um, you, that is your dream. That is what you hope for. Well, what you, if you hope for that, you're going to make choices and decisions that affect that. And, you know, what those choices and decisions are can determine, you know, where you go. And as I was just kind of praying about that, the Lord was like, you have hope for things that I've laid on your heart and you have hope for them, but the way that you're going about it can sometimes, you know, be in our own manner. And I'm somebody who I like to take control of stuff. And so, you know, when the Lord speaks those things to me, it's like one of those that it kind of stings a little bit because I'm like, dang, it's another area of my life that I'm going to have to give up control. And the Lord is so gentle about it though. Like he's not like, you know, wanting to ready to like, beat me or nothing like that or rain down hellfire like he's so gentle and he's like you know 
he knows your past. He knows where you've came from. He knows the heartache and the pains and stuff that you've dealt with. And he knows why it might be hard for some of you to be vulnerable. And, you know, I think about that, you know, from, from me, like I've never dealt with anything majorly traumatic or stuff like that, but there've just been little things that, you know, I never wanted to deal with. And the Lord is just like, he's so kind and tender with things like that. And he's so kind and he is with you too. Like he's, he wants your heart, but he wants it to be where you voluntarily give it to, not where you just give it to him. Cause you're like, please don't send me to hell. But he wants it because you love him and you, you want him to fill your life with all the things that he has for you. And, um, so back to where we were going. So as I was praying about this, um, I just, the Lord just showed me a quick image of a scripture passage and it was Matthew 21, five. And in this passage, the scripture says, is just the plain scripture says, did John's authority to baptize come from heaven or was it merely humans? And I was like, it was one of those moments where I was like, was this what, like, <laughs> did I just imagine this or was the Lord like trying to speak something to me? So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to find another scripture passage and just, you know, do that. And every time I went to go find another one, the Lord was like, I spoke this to you. And he was like, you know, putting that blocker on of like, no, like I spoke this one to you. And so I was reading it. And this is the story where the authority of Jesus is being challenged And so the verses before this is when Jesus returned to the temple and began teaching, the leading priests and elders came up to him and they demanded, by what authority are you doing all these things? Who gave you the right? I tell you by what authority I do these things. If you answer me one question, Jesus replied, did John's authority to baptize come from heaven or was it merely humans? And then they go on and they're scared to answer because they don't know. And they, you know, all these things. And I was praying and I was asking Lord, I was like, Lord, what does this scripture have to do with hope? And he just, again, so gently, he said, is your hope in heavenly things or is it in merely humans? Are you putting your hope in anything that is fleshly? Are you putting your hope, say in social media, say you have dreams of things. And yes, social media can be a great source and it can be a great way, you know, to reach people, but don't put your hope in it. Let it just be a source. Don't let it be the source. Don't let it be the one that you get your hope from. Let it be the one that, you know, you get that that overflow from him. And so you pour it out on there. And so he just began to ask me that. And he said, putting your hope in anything fleshly will always fail, but God never will. Anytime you ever put your hope in him, I'm telling you, it's never going to fail you. It's never going to be something that you look back and that you regret. And so in saying this, you know, like I said in the beginning, hope is a thing that bridge our current at bridge. It's the bridge and the connection from our current reality to the desires of our heart and the future of our destiny. It is the thing that, you know, sometimes is the only thing that carries us to where we're called to go to where we're called, you know, because life gets hard. Seasons get hard and it can be really hard to be like, you know, to discern fully what God has for you. You can kind of feel like you're in that wilderness season or you can kind of feel like, you know, you're just wondering and you're waiting for the door to open so you know it can kind of be like that and so it's like you know how do we help better when we're in that in-between season when we are trying to get to where God has called us to go or even just trying to hold on to hope better and so I wrote down some points that the Lord kind of laid in my heart with some scriptures to back up with it that you know I hopefully they just encourage you today and they you know let you put your hope and hope better you know And so the first thing that I wrote down was have hope in the name. 
have hope in the name of Jesus. And the scripture passage that I have for that, it's Matthew 12, 21. And it says, this is um, the fulfilled prophecy of Isaiah. And so it's talking about it in here. And it says, and his name will be the hope of all the world. And I put that down there because one, it's just, it's truth. His name is the hope of all the world. When you are going through struggles, when you're doing anything, you can just call on that name and you may not feel it in that very moment, but it can give you hope. His spirit can fill you with hope and it can strengthen you. The Holy Spirit can strengthen you with hope. And so that is one thing is that whatever you're trying to get to, especially if you have goals in life, like this is, I guess, what this conversation was really um, geared towards was people with goals or have something that they're envisioning or maybe you're uh, praying that you have a family member and a family relationship restored or you have, you know, you're really praying you get to go to college or you're really praying that you get to get this job in life or whatever it is and you're trying to have hope for it. The first thing that you can do is have hope in the name of Jesus. Don't let this be your source of hope. Don't let, you know, all these YouTube videos, and I love YouTube. YouTube is a great place where you can find encouragement. But sometimes we can let that fill us instead of letting, you know, this fill us. And it's so important that we let Him fill us. And so that is the first thing is have hope in the name of Jesus. Let the name of Jesus be your source of hope. Let him be your source of hope. And the other scripture passage that I have for this is Psalm 62, 5. And it says, let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in him. And I know sometimes we can really struggle to have hope. And sometimes there just aren't words to say, or you don't know where to go, or you don't know what to do. And I love this passage because it says, wait quietly before God. Because I have moments where... Just being totally honest where I just want to sit and I just want to talk to God and I want to tell him all these things or something that I really do, (laughs) I do it. And by the end of the day, I'm like, man, I've talked to God about stuff is I will be driving or I will be just, you know, doing stuff or anything like that. And I will be talking about all of these things that I'm worried about or dealing with. And then I'm like realizing like, I'm not even like talking to God. Like I'm just talking to myself in my car and like I didn't invite God into the conversation. And so I use this scripture because I want you, if you're, if you're, if you have hope or you have things you're hoped for, invite God into the conversation of it. Invite God into the conversation so that you can invite him in on how he can fill you with hope, how he can fill you with new ways of hope and all these different things. And sometimes the best thing to do is to, you know, I call it like spilling it out, laying everything before God, getting it off your chest and then waiting quietly before him because sometimes the best answers come when we're silent. In fact, the best answers have always come when I've been silent because that's whenever I'm able to listen and incline my ear incline my ear to hear him and just listen to him. And the other scripture passage that I had was Psalm 39:7 and it's just super simple but so profound and it says, "And so Lord, where do I put my hope? My only hope is in you." And so, you know, like I said before, let him be your source of hope. And if you are dealing with the fears or the worries or of something that you're wanting to see get done, you know, bring it before God. Let God be the source. Let him be the source of your hope and bring it before him and say, God, I really want to have hope for this situation. You know, how can I, how can I do it that glorifies and honors you? And, you know, I have trust in you. 
It's not anything that I can say or that I can do on my own, but it is what you have imparted to me to say. You have spoken to me to say, or you have spoken my actions to do. You have spoken for me to do. And let him be the source of your hope. And so if you're struggling with that, then I encourage you, go read these passages. It was Matthew 12, 21, Psalm 62, 5, and Psalm 39, 7. And if you're struggling to have hope in him, then just declare these over yourself. And so it's, you know, you you declare it until you start to believe it, like my hope is in you. And the second thing, it, it goes well straight into it that I wrote down, was declare the word of God over areas of your life that you're needing hope. And now this is something that I personally am really working on trying to do. And um, I think I talked about it a little bit in the last podcast and last video that I'm really trying to learn the word of God and apply it to my life in ways and just trying to just memorize it. And like, you know, that doesn't sound super spiritual, just memorizing it, but it it is memorizing it because <clears throat> whenever you're in a, a situation or a place where, you know, for me, like I love having the, the Bible on my phone if I need it, but I can get so distracted on there and I want to go to all these different things. And so like, you know, if I'm ever just needing like to read something or just to remind myself of something, sometimes going on there is very helpful, but sometimes it isn't. And so to be able to have it memorized and be like, God, I have hope in you because you were there for Joseph when he was in the pit, when he was in the palace, you were there with him. I have hope because you were there with David. You know, and so it's just so important to have and declare the word of God over areas of your life. And, you know, like I said before, if you if you are struggling to have hope, go and get these passages and say, and so, Lord, where do I put my hope? My only hope is in you. It's a small passage. And you can say that to yourself every day for like 21 days or however long it takes to form a habit and you have it memorized. Or you can do what I do. And I post um, little note cards all over my classroom at work or even in my bedroom, and I just have them memorized. I have reminders on my phone of scriptures. You know, Jeremiah 31, 3 is on there, and it's, I have loved you with an everlasting love. And, you know, I have, um, of course, I'm not going to remember it right now, Zephaniah three seventeen, and it says, May the God of hope fill, or, yeah, may the God, no. Ah, I always remember it, and I say it all the time. And, um, but anyways, the main point is, to have it, know it, and declare it over areas of your life, you know, and just, it is so important in moments to, you know, when you don't have a physical Bible, or you maybe don't even have your phone, but you are really needing God, and you're really struggling, and you really need that hope, just to be able to say, and so Lord, where do I put my hope? My only hope is in you, and, um, Man, now I really want to know. I always, I say this passage, Zephaniah 3.17, all the time. And um, I'm going to look it up. I say it literally all the time. The Lord your God is in your midst, the mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness and he will quiet you by his love. And he will exalt over you with loud singing. I knew I would remember it. And yes, so that's what I'm talking about. And I declare that over myself all the time, especially on days if I'm like feeling really bad or feeling guilty or stuff or like, you know, just, you know, it may ever be small things. It may could have just been, you know, I snapped at somebody this morning or I just, you know, didn't have the right to just whatever it is, you know, and I'm like, 
you know, Lord, I ask for forgiveness. And I remember that passage, you know, where he is rejoicing over me with gladness and he can quiet my heart by his love and he will exult over me with loud singing. And Lisa Harper, I was listening to one of her and she put it in such a good way that it was just like, you know, he is like, like imagine that. Just close your eyes and imagine God is rejoicing over you with gladness and yet he can quiet your weary heart by his love and he can, re- he can exult over you with loud singing. Like just imagine just that image, just, you know, it just warms your heart. So it is super important to know the Word of God and know how to apply it to your life. And the next thing that I wanted to say is to make sure your actions reflect it. So now for me, this one can be, you know, sometimes hard. And it can almost, if you're not careful, somebody can take it and go really religious with it and try to really get out of that thing where, you know, oh, well, if I do this, this, and this, then, you know, I have hope in the right thing. When in reality is, is it is, you know obedience in the whole thing it is obedience in the mind obedience in the heart obedience in the spirit and also obedience in the flesh and with our actions and everything and you know it's just it's just super simple that if you have hope for something make sure your actions and even the words that come out of your mouth make sure that it reflects the things you have hope for you know so many people want to joke around and want to be like you know oh you know well Like, you have hope that you're going to live a blessed life. And you have hope that, you know, we'll just use money, for example. That's a a great example. I hear it all the time. And people are like, you know, well, I pray God's going to bless our life with a financial miracle. Yet, all the time, what I hear coming out of their mouth is, we're broke. We're broke. We're broke. We can't do this. We can't do this. And the reality is, is in that moment, they may not be able to. But I don't, like, I don't like to hear when people declare that. And I'm like, you know... Yes, I don't have that money in this moment, but God, show me with what money I do have. Show me how to get to where I know you're calling me to go. Help me steward this correctly. And it's so important to make sure that your actions reflect what you are hoping for and reflect that your hope is in Him and not in yourself, not within the things around you. But it's so important to make sure that it all reflects that your hope is in Him. And that is something you can ask God to help you with. You say, you know, God, you know, I'm really struggling with this, you know, Help me start small. Like you, you, it doesn't have to change overnight, but just start and saying, okay, God, today I really want you to help me with this that I'm struggling with that is helping me not have hope. Or I really am wanting you to help me with, you know, my words that comes out of my mouth and, you know, talking about people or talking about this subject or this subject. Help me to not do that and help me to, you know, reflect you and glorify you in any way that I can. And help me to show that I have hope and I trust in you. And so that is my third point is just make sure that your actions reflect it. And the last point, the one that I want to end with, it says when it's hard to have hope, just keep praising. And the scripture verse that I pulled for this one is Psalm 71, 14. And it is just such a beautiful scripture. It says, no matter what, I'll trust in you to help me. Nothing will stop me from praising you to magnify your glory. I couldn't begin to count the times you've been there for me. With the skill of a poet, I'll never run out of things to say about how you faithfully kept me from danger. From danger, I will come forth in your mighty strength, O Lord my God. I'll tell everyone that you alone are the perfect one. And guys, there have been so many moments in my life where it has really been hard to have hope. And it's not been years ago. It's not been, you know it's not been months ago it's been like a couple days ago like it is you know it's a daily thing that you know there are some days where it's like you feel like you're on top of the world and like you're just you know rocking it and then there's other days where you're like man I'm really struggling to have hope today God 
I'm really struggling and I don't even know what to say. I don't know what words to say, but I know I have learned that you can never, ever, ever go wrong by praising God. When I don't know what to say, all I do is praise Him. And I say, God, I don't know what to say, but I say the name of Jesus and I say the name of Jesus is beautiful. You are holy. You are good. And I just say these things until my heart posture turns to a heart posture of gratitude and understanding and depth and revelation of what He has done for me. And so if you're struggling to have hope and you don't know what to do, you don't know what to say, and you know, you feel like these Bible verses that you're declaring over yourself, you know, you don't really, you're just reading them, you don't know how to apply them to your life, then just stop what you're doing and praise the Lord. Praise Him for how good He is. And ask the Lord, if you're struggling and you know, you, I know there's been moments where in my mind, I really thought, well, you know, I'm not overflowing with money or I'm not, I've got, you know, a rough car. Like, my mind was so caught up in fleshly things that I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, I am so sorry that I'm sitting here complaining over all this stuff and saying that I have nothing to praise you for whenever you saved me. Like, and just understanding from that aspect of what God did and what he brought you from and just in the spirit realm, what all he did for you, that is worthy of praise. What Jesus did at the cross, if you want a humbling moment, Go read what he did at the cross and all, you know, in all the gospels, not just the one story or the other. Go read what he did at the cross because it will absolutely like bring you to tears and just putting yourself in that and imagining that, imagining that he did that for me. And then it's like, I can be filled with hope because I know if nothing I ever have planned in my life works out, he is always there for me. All my plans can fail. All of my all of my desires can never come true. But he's a good God that I think he will honor them. But even if they don't, I can praise him and I can have hope because I know that at the end of my life, it's not over. That it's actually just beginning and I get to go to glory. And so friends, if you are struggling to have hope and you are struggling and you don't know what to say, you don't know what to pray, just praise God and ask God for different areas of your life to praise him with you know ask him say god you know i'm struggling with this but you know can you help me with this can you help me have a revelation and understanding and i've asked god and he's given it to me and it it will humble you but it will expand your depth of gratitude for him and so i just want to encourage you if like i said a million times if you're struggling to have hope and you don't know what to say just praise him You can literally never go wrong with praising Him. You can never, ever, ever go wrong with praising Him. And I have learned that in my life, that there are moments where I don't know what to say and I don't know what to do and I feel like everything I do is messing up and I'm asking this from the wrong heart pressure, whatever it is, and my mind can get overflooded with thoughts of fear and worry. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to shut this off. I'm going to shut off the fear, shut off the worry because God... You're worthy of my praise and I will just praise him. And I will say, sometimes I'll say the same statement over and over again. God, you're so good. God, you're so good. God, you're so good. You are so beautiful. You're so holy. And I'll just directly read scripture and declare it until my heart begins to believe it. And so I hope that this message has encouraged you guys today. I hope that you know to have your hope in Jesus and in Jesus alone. And I hope that, um, I say, I keep saying hope, but I do. I hope that you know, God speaks to you through this and that you begin to just walk in communion with God and just, you know, begin to have hope and have it in Him alone. So I love you guys 
and I will talk to you all later and bye guys! Hello friends, I hope that you guys have enjoyed today's episode and the episode number two of the True Talk podcast. I know that I did and I was super excited to talk about it and just share this all with you guys. And if you want some more daily encouragement and some more fun stuff, you can go and follow me on Instagram. It is at Sticky, or you can go and follow Truly Use account, which is where we post a little bit of everything. We will post, you know, reels we post encouragements i mean daily it is just constant stuff super fun and you can go follow us there and hit the like button on this video subscribe to the channel and um yeah if you know people who need this message go and send it out because you know it never hurts to spread a little bit of hope a lot of bit of hope it never hurts to spread it so i love you guys and i will talk to you all later bye guys also don't forget to go and check out our website we have a blog on there and um if you guys don't know almost all of the blog posts are in correlation with podcast videos or, or podcasts or youtube videos and so if you're a person that you prefer reading or you prefer having it written out we have it on here and you can go on the blog and check it out and so there's a post from last week's that um last week's podcast episode that is on here talking about identity and how important it is in your life and this week's episode is on there and the next week's will be on there and there's just tons of stuff on there there's more on there that may not be on the youtube channel and so yeah if you haven't been on there go on there check it out it is at trulyuofficial.com and it's the same name as our instagram is at trulyuofficial so go and check us out like i said tons of fun stuff posted on there and yeah i love you guys and i will talk to you all later adios people